it is because of this that we have a past, a present, and a future. Amen? Isaiah 53, 1 through 7. Amen? And it says, Who have believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He had no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we shall desire him. He is despised and rejected of man, of man of sorrow, and acquainted with grief. And we hid it as were our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has bored our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did not we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Amen. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet, listen, he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a sheep to the slaughter, and as a sheep, he's brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his shears is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. You may be seated, amen. <laughs> when you look at this and you read this, when you read Isaiah. When you look at verses 2 through 7, that's because of us. That's because of us, amen. And because of the things that we did, he opened not his mouth, amen. Now, our, our, today our message is this. He didn't say a word, amen. He didn't say a word, amen. When you see the penalty of the crime you've committed... You will talk and try to plead your way out. Amen. When you know they have you for something, you've been committed of a crime. You're going to do whatever you can to get out of it. Amen. But Jesus didn't do that. Amen. You know why he didn't do it? Because Jesus didn't commit a crime. He took the cause of the crime, but he didn't do the crime. Amen. That was on us. Amen. Jesus, it says he was brought as a lamb to the slaughter and a sheep before his shears is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. Now, understand a lamb was seen as a symbol of innocence and meekness. Back then, a lamb that is to be sacrificed needed to be pure, spotless, and without blemish. Amen. Can any of us say that? Something man can't be. Amen. As a lamb is brought to the slaughter, they do it without knowing that something's about to happen. Amen. And therefore, they act calmly and without fighting. 
submitting in very innocent way and unconcerningly and innocently into a life-threatening of danger situation that this lamb is about to go into, amen? But it has not a clue of what's about to happen, amen? Now, it says that Jesus did this, amen? But we have to understand this. Jesus was well aware of what was about to happen. So it was no surprise of what was about to happen to him, amen? But knowing the penalty, the pain, and what you're about to go through. But yet, he opened not his mouth. He went through it, amen? For us saints, of what was about to go on, Jesus knew everything that was about to happen, amen? He knew what was about to happen. He knew what needed to happen. And he knew this was for us, amen? He knew he had to do this for us because we couldn't do it for ourselves, amen? When you know everything that's about to happen and the pain you're about to suffer, and yet you go through with it, amen? I have a hard time when I know I got to get it. And my wife will tell you this. I had a problem going to the dentist. When I knew I had to go to the dinner, dentist pastor, my wife called the dentist office and told them, if he calls y'all and tries to cancel his appointment, call me and let me know. Because I've done that many times. Amen? Because the thing is, I knew the pain that I had to suffer and I knew what I had to go through. I don't like pain, amen? I don't like agony. I don't like it, amen? But Jesus knew the pain he had to suffer for each and every one of us, amen? But yet and still, he went through it without opening up his mouth, amen? Now, that's a love that no other can give, amen? Father showed his love for us by giving his son, first of all, amen? And Jesus showed his love by laying down his life for us, amen? For each of us, amen? No one in here is innocent of, of, of doing something. No one in here is sinless, amen? No one. This was not a surprise at all to Jesus, amen? He told his disciples step by step what, when, and how this was going to happen. So it was no shock that what was about to happen and what he was going to have to go through, amen? Turn with me to Matthew 16, 20 through 21, amen? I want to show you how Jesus knew everything that he was about to suffer and everything that he was going to go through. For the cause of us, he opened not his mouth, amen. He did this for us, saints. Matthew 16, 20 through 21, it says this. Then charged his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must, he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders, the chief priests, the scribes, and be killed and be raised again the third day. Jesus knew the purpose. He knew the cause. He knew the will of the Father was, and he obeyed it unto death. Amen. For us, saints. For us, Jesus was innocent. Jesus wasn't concerned about self, but for us. Amen? 
He wasn't concerned about us, but he was concerned about himself. You know, something happened last week. Darian came and picked me up from work, and we were going to pick Nadia up. Darian was driving. I let him drive over there. And as we were driving, there was a little boy walking from the school, and there was a car driving slowly next to that little boy. So I was trying to hurt and tell him to get Nadia, but he slowed down. And I said, what's going on? Why are you slowing down? He said, Dad, look at that car. That car is following that kid. And I said, oh, notice that he recognized. Because, see, the thing is this, saints. We live in a selfish, selfish world now where people don't care about one another. Amen. But he said, I just wanted to make sure that child was all right. That's why I slowed the car down, because I wanted that person in the other car to know that someone saw you following that child. So it blessed me to know that my children are looking out for others, amen? And it's the caring and concern of showing we could have hurried up, did we do, and left out of there. But no, I wanted to make sure that that child was all right, amen? Jesus is doing what he needs to do to make sure we're all right, amen? To make sure we're all right. Jesus and Jesus wasn't concerned about self, but for us. Now, let me say this. When two people are interrogated for a crime that they committed, you have one in this room and one in that room. The police go in here and question these and go in here and question those. Amen. Now, you have two options. Amen. You have the option of giving information to be saved or you have the option of taking the charges to set some others free. Now, how many do you think are going to do that? Who's going to do that? I'm going to go ahead and take the charges for you. Thank you for being honest. Amen. Because you know if your life was on the line and they said either you tell on him or you going to jail, let us know who did what. You already know what we're going to end up doing. Sitting down there and spilling our guts and telling them everything they need. We're going to be telling them stuff that had nothing to do with it. Amen? But Pastor Jesus knew. <laughs> he knew our sins. He knew our he knew the things that we did but yet and still he opened not his mouth amen this was not an option for Jesus because Jesus wasn't going to say anything about us amen he didn't tell on us but he saw us doing it amen he didn't point us out in the lineup but he knew what we did amen he didn't say, there they are. Jesus didn't point anybody out and say, he did this, he did that, he did this to save his life. Nope. He opened not his mouth, amen. He took the charges. He took the embarrassment. He took the punishment. He wasn't put into witness protection program for telling on us, amen. Jesus didn't have to hide because he told on us. He took the charges, amen. Many times we have information that can hurt, harm, or even destroy people. And many times people spill that information out to hurt, harm, or destroy people, but not Jesus. Amen? Jesus had just that to destroy us. 
to harm us, to hurt us. But he opened not his mouth, amen. Jesus took our charges for those who don't believe, those that mocked him, those that pretended to know him, and those that reject him, amen. He took the charges for all of them, amen. Not just us, not just us, the ones that beat him, the ones that nailed him to the cross, he took the charges for them. But yet, look at what he had to suffer, amen. He died without a thought for his own well-being, beaten and bloody for the sin of mankind. Amen? He didn't do it, saints. He had done no violence, nor was there any deceit in his mouth. Amen? Now, many times in life, our problems try to get us to speak. And when I say that, when we're going through something, we're going to say some things that we're going to regret, and we're going to say some things that we shouldn't have said. Amen? Because at the time, there, there's no telling what we will say to get out of a situation, amen? Many times, there's some situations we're in, we're going to make up some stuff to get out of it, amen? <laughs> Guilty as charged, amen? Now, you know if something happened in your house and your mother come home and ask you who did what and who did this, you're going to be the first, at least for me, I'm going to be the first one because I knew the punishment and the penalty that was going to happen if the information was not given, amen? I knew that. So being the first to snitch, <laughs> we sometimes speak and don't think about the ones we hurt, amen? We sometimes speak and don't think about the ones we hurt. And here's the perfect example of that. Turn with me to Luke 22, 31 through 34, amen? And as Pastor said before, once you said and put your hand over your mouth, it's already too late. You have already hurt someone, offended someone, and you made yourself look real bad, amen? So it's too late for that. The words have already been spoken, amen? But Luke 22, 31 through 34 says this. It says, then the Lord said, Simon... Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thine faith faileth not. And when thou art converted, listen to this. When thou art converted, strengthen the brothers. Amen. Peter was with Jesus as he went through what he went through. But what I don't understand is this. If you're with Jesus, you have already learned things about Jesus. You have already changed your life. But he says this. He says, and when thou art converted, strengthen the brothers. Now, looking that up, it says Peter was not converted man, but had been for some years, but whereas he fell by temptation into the great sin of denying his Lord and which was attended with such uh, circumstances as made him look as an unconverted man. When Jesus said before the cock crows three times, you will deny me. Now, when you read here, it says, and he said unto him, Lord, this is Peter. 
he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both to prison and to death. The words sound great in the beginning. But when the situation and circumstances happen, you want to take those words back. Amen. As long as everything is good, Pastor, I'll say anything. I got your back. I'm there for you. And as soon as it gets rough, what's going to happen? I never said that. Are you, you must be thinking about somebody else. I didn't say that. But 34 says, and he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crawl, crawl this day before thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. Three times. That's why sometimes, saints, we, not sometimes, all the time, we need to be careful of the things that we say. And the things that we speak. You know how many times I've said, okay, Lauren knows this, and I don't even want to hear it from him. <laughs> bro, we going to do this. And then, hey, bro, you ready? Oh, man, something came up. I can't do that right now. I'm going to be honest. Hey, I'm going to be honest. Lauren's big thing is this, is when I can't do something, I got to have a permission slip. <laughs> hey, man, did you get your permission slip signed? What are you talking about? Did you ask the wife if you can go? <laughs> but my wife always says this. Why do they say that you don't, <laughs> you don't need a permission slip? <laughs> Amen? But if I back out of something, that's the first thing that comes up. You didn't get your permission to you want me to ask her for you? I don't, I'm a grown man. I don't need you asking my wife if I can go somewhere and do something. <laughs> but, but look, saints, I, I want y'all to see this. Because when Jesus said this, when he said, Simon, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you. That word sift means to separate, to sort out. What is useful or valuable or to scatter? Amen. Now, when it says deny, it says this. It says state that one refuses to admit the truth or existence of. Amen. So when Peter was saying what he said, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. And that was only through what was what they were going through at the time that he denied Jesus. Amen. Now, first of all. This is the thing. Jesus already knew Peter was lying. That's the thing, saints. It doesn't matter how eloquent your lie sounds. It's a lie. It doesn't matter who you're telling it to. It's a lie. But we think if we dress it up and make it sound good, okay, then maybe they might find this. No. And then the thing is you lying to the one that already knows. What you going to say? When times are tough and you're in it, what are you going to say, amen? Jesus was in it and all was on him. But he opened not his mouth, amen? Now, Ecclesiastes 3, 7 tells us this. It says, there is a time to keep silent and a time to speak, amen? A time to keep silent and a time to speak. Jesus chose to keep silent. Amen. 
for the purpose of saving the one who denied him, Peter, for the purpose of the ones who beat him, for the purpose of the ones that spat on him, for the purpose of the ones who nailed him to the cross. He kept silent for those that did what they did to him. Amen. He said not a word, saints. Now, as soon as Peter denied Jesus three times, the Lord turned and looked on upon Peter. And Peter remembered the words of the Lord, how he had said unto him, before the cock crows, thou shalt deny me three times. If I lie to you and you look at me, I may feel, mm, okay. <laughs> but when you lie to Jesus and he looks at you, it says Peter ran off weeping bitterly. Jesus could have easily said, that's one of my disciples. You denied Jesus, so he's going to point you out. Jesus is not about revenge. He's not about retaliation. Because you did this to me, I'm going to do this to you. After that, Peter, Peter ran off, wept bitterly. Amen. Jesus didn't open his mouth to Jesus opened or didn't open his mouth to save lives. Does that make sense? Jesus didn't open his mouth to save lives. But I'm going to say this to us. We need to open our mouths to save lives. Amen. See, what you receive is something you should pass on to somebody else. Amen. People can talk about everything else that won't benefit anything or anybody. Amen. You know people that just talk and the stuff that they saying, why are you telling me this? I don't need to know this. And is it going to benefit me in any way? Amen? But what God had sealed in all of us will benefit everyone. Amen? Don't think that you are not equipped to speak on Jesus Christ. Amen? Because you have to understand, you know, it's, it's not the flesh. It's the spirit that dwells within. Amen. Have you ever spoken to someone and the words that you spoke, you didn't think you had? And what you said to them was what they needed to hear. And after you said those things, you've walked off. Where did that come from? Where did that come from? I didn't know I had that in me. See, it's a lot of things we have in us that we don't know. Amen. And the reason that is, is because we want to quiet the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us to quench not the Holy Spirit. Amen. When the Holy Spirit has something to say to you, listen to what's being said. Amen. But many times what's being said is not what we want to hear, because what is being said is going to stop us from doing the things that we really want to do. Amen. Jesus took it all in silence. The Bible didn't say anything about him screaming out, yelling, begging, pleading for any of what was happening to him to stop. Amen. Bible didn't say anything about that. But yet and still we break a nail, get a paper cut or anything like that and get some alcohol on it. We screaming and hollering. Amen. Or going to the dentist. Amen. Mm. 
despite the pain and suffering, he never opened his mouth to defend himself. And it's hard not to say anything when you've done absolutely nothing wrong, Pastor. But he was silent before his accusers. Amen. But this is one thing Jesus did say. Amen. Turn with me to Mark 15, 2 through 5. Amen. And see what Jesus said here. He still didn't accuse you of anything. He still didn't accuse us of, of anything. Amen. But Mark 15, 2 through 5. It says, and Pilate asked him, Art thou the king of Jews? And he answering said unto them, Thou saith it. Thou saith it. And the chief priests accused him of many things, but he answered nothing. And Pilate said unto him again, Saith thou, saith answering thou nothing. Behold, how many times, or how many things, they witnessed against him. See, they were saying everything about the things that Jesus was doing and making up some stuff about what Jesus was doing. He could have easily said, it wasn't me. I didn't do any of that stuff. But he opened not his mouth, amen. But Jesus yet answered nothing. So Pilate marveled, amen. He never spoke to defend himself, only to glorify God. Amen. Keeping quiet and not talking back is a difficult thing when you know you've done nothing wrong. Amen. How many of us can honestly say that when you know you've done nothing wrong, are you going to sit there and be silent about it? Or are you going to try to defend yourself? Especially when you know who did these things, amen? Jesus knew everything he was going to the cross for. He knew everyone he was going through the cross for. But he said not a word, amen? Most people wouldn't just allow anyone or anybody to abuse them and speak bad about them. But Jesus, he did not cry out in anger, or retaliation, but accepted it. Amen. We can speak when we're going through, but we need to speak more of who's taking us through. Amen. See, I can tell you all about the problems that I'm dealing with and what I'm going through. But am I telling you about the one that's helping me make it through it? Amen. See, I can, I can build my problem up or my situation up. But can I tell you more about the one that's going to take me through it? Let me tell you more about that. Because who wants to hear negative information all day long? Amen. I want to tell you about the goodness of Jesus and how he's bringing me through and how he's brought me through. And speaking of that. Because I want to bring this up. The centurion in the Bible understood this, and he asked Jesus to speak the word of faith, and his servant will be healed. He didn't ask Jesus to go to his house. He didn't ask Jesus to, he's, just speak. All you got to do is speak the word, amen? 
Turn with me to Matthew uh, 8, 5 and 8. Amen. Matthew 8, 5 and 8. We know that there's power in our words. Amen. Power to encourage, power to lift up, power to speak someone through. Amen. But Matthew 5, Matthew 8, 5 and 8 tells us this. It says, when Jesus was entered in Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said unto the Lord, I am not worthy that thou should cometh under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Jesus, just speak. That's all I need from you. Just speak the word only. Amen. Do you have to know that even in Jesus speaking or his silent, there is power. Amen. In his speaking and his silence, there is power. Amen. Speak the word of God to people. Tell people about the goodness of Jesus. Tell them what a mighty God we serve. Amen. But many times, saints, we want to hold on to what we've heard. We want to hold on to what we've learned. Everything is not meant for us to hold on to. Amen. Because if I have a word that's going to help, I should speak it. And as the Bible says, there's a time to speak and a time to be silent. Amen. And many times that we should be silent, we're speaking. Amen. And during those silent times, we need to be listening more. Amen. See, it's easy for us to get on our knees and pray to God and ask him this and tell him that and tell him this. But do you give him time to speak to you? Amen. That's why it says speak and silence. Speak what you need to speak, but be silent to hear what needs to be heard. But many times, saints, many times we don't give that time. Amen. But again, because of Jesus, because of Jesus, we have what we have and we are where we are because of him. Amen. I'm going to close with this. Amen. Romans 10, 8 through 10. Amen. And it says this. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee. Even in thy mouth and in thine heart, that is, the word of faith, which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. I don't care how young you are, how old you are. God can speak through whoever he wants. 
and ever whoever he feels that he needs to speak through. God is going to put a word in your heart to share with someone. Saints, and I, I, I say this to you. When you know God has put a word in your heart, speak the word. Amen. Because many times we do this. And I'm guilty of it, too. That God has put something on your heart to speak to someone. And you didn't get a chance to speak to that person. Amen. And then we say, I wish I had been obedient to what God has been telling me to say to that person. Amen. Don't miss out. Amen. We have a short time. And no one's promised tomorrow. Amen. So don't miss out on the opportunity for asking someone, do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. When we went to Brothers Michael's funeral on yesterday, I had an opportunity to tell his parents. I said that was the last thing that me and Mike did is we prayed together on the phone. Amen. Now, I could have missed that opportunity because he told me he was going through so much and he was in a lot of pain. But the last thing that I had that opportunity to do with Mike was pray with him. And I just thank God that I was obedient to say what needed to be said and to do what needed to be done at that time. Amen. We have to open our mouths to share, to spare lives. Amen. We have to open our mouths. Jesus didn't speak to save lives. We need to open our mouths to save lives. Amen. This is that time for us to do just that. Amen. Don't think you know people and know they don't want to hear what you have to say because many people need to hear what you have to say. Amen. This is that time, saints. God has given us many opportunities to speak. If you see someone coming in your life every day and it's in different places, do you ever think that, Father, why do you keep bringing this person in my presence? Why do you keep putting me in a place where this person is? Because God has something for you to say to that person, amen? See, many times we don't want to speak to people because we have something against that person or we don't feel that they're worthy, amen? But in his eyes, all people are worthy, amen? That's why he's given us the opportunity to speak to them, amen? Don't you want to see people around you lives changed? That's what I want. I want to see lives change. When I know people that have murdered, stolen, robbed, and did all this stuff. Lives are changed. It's because of a word. Amen. And that word is Jesus. Amen. 
I have given what has been given, and I ask you to receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Back in the hands of our pastor. Amen.